0: steeler fans welcome back to another episode of the scobro show this is the steel Curd network Dave scofield coming at you it's tuesday night it's a little bit after nine o'clock but hey i had some business to take care of talking with my nephew before the the show started but this is our family show and with me as always except when he's not is my big brother rich rich how's it going tonight?
1: hey it is going quite well um we're in the summer and might as well bring it up. Cause you know, this time next week we'll be hanging out together. So. We will be hanging out
0: together. And yes, we will be staying at a house. These actually exist that does not have wifi. <laughs> so shockingly. Yeah. So uh, next week it kind of works out because I know people would probably ask about this. I could have brought it up later, but I'll bring it up now. Next week is the 4th of July. It's independence day. That would be your normal scobro night. I want you all at this time, go out, enjoy your family, see if you can catch fireworks. If you don't live in the U.S., it's all right. We're going to do fireworks anyway. So if
1: you don't live in the U.S., go set off some fireworks anyway. Yeah, set
0: off anyway. Say say you're celebrating with the ScoBros. But uh, it will not be us next week. Uh, There will be probably most likely we're not 100% sure how it's going to work out. There will probably be a YouTube show at some point earlier in the day so people can enjoy their holiday. So if you want to join us live for YouTube, like a lot of you like to do, you've got to make sure you subscribe to the channel. You turn on your notifications. You'll get that notification that it's going live and and you'll be able to, I would love nothing more than to be able to check in with that and say, Hey, how's it going from the beach? But I just don't think it, it would work out that way. Unfortunately, but uh, I I I would mind if uh, if I could do it on my phone and catch the ocean in the background, uh, talk, talking Steelers with the live chat. That would be great. But uh, there'll be something next week, most likely. Um, and that's about the best I can say right now because we're still working on a plan for that. But we will be together. We'll be hanging out at the beach. Had to check in with with with. Uh, Let's go I 2.0 <laughs> and make I sure should. everything was good
1: okay.
0: but uh rich I gotta ask did you pull the trigger or did you not because today uh, I did not first- I wait, doing- wait 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 we gotta sit up everybody today was their first chance to get your free they're free and I'm pretty sure they don't put a limit on them so it's not like you're gonna be fighting for them but your free tickets to training camp did you have a date yet that you uh that, that, that you snag tickets for?
1: No, I was hoping to possibly nail it down because I was in a training and I was sitting next to one of the people that I'll be going with. But um I A we didn't weren't 100% sure yet and B I wanted to check and make sure whatever I decided on was okay with Kyle cuz he'll be going too.
0: Yeah, I so, I, I would uh, did not pull the trigger I, yet. I would really like to go, but chances are if I'm heading up there, it's if I can convince one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman uh, t- to head in that direction. I don't know work wise if Brian I Anti mean, Davis can pull I, it off, and I'm kind of scared of he'd go too close to the Beehive anyway. So,
1: I, I, see, I but, think the three of you should go up and you should do it on a Thursday, and then do the preview from up there.
0: I think that would be a whole lot of fun. Um, I see here that Matt Smith uh, he actually checks out the fireworks. That's the, the closest fireworks display to my house. But uh, I won't be at that. I've seen them in the past when we haven't been away for the Fourth of July. But uh, we have an exquisite view of fireworks next Tuesday night during this during this time. It they get, usually go around nine thirty, so they won't have started yet. But during this time next week, twenty five. Looked it up today, nine twenty five. Nine twenty five. We we yeah. stay right at the Nags Head Fishing Pier, and they set the fireworks off at the end of the pier. So we are out on the deck, which is the closest view on the deck of a house that you can have to the fireworks. Uh, it's pretty nice. So, um, all right, but getting on. So we talked about training camp. You're, you're going to get up there. You just haven't figured out a date. Um, if anyone else, Hey, if you grabbed your tickets today, throw it in the live chat, let us know when you're going. So that way other people can know. Cause if, if, if I make it up there, trust me, I'm going to make sure everyone knows when I'm going to be there. Um, I hate to, we got to bring this up, Rich. Uh, I don't know if you saw where I put this in the random channel on our Slack channel, Um, because it's where we try to put stuff. That's not exactly Steelers news, but it's NFL news. Um, We have, we have one of our channels, Steelers Pittsburgh brought it up. Sad news about Ryan Mallett, only 35 years old. Did you hear about this, Rich? I
1: I saw. Yes. Yes. Did he, Ryan
0: Mallett, um, (sighs) It's really sad because every time I've said his name recently, it's generally been freaking Brian Mallett because he's the reason I won't go to a Steelers game in Baltimore. I've gone one time. He ruined it for me. Unless I'm in the press box, I'm not going. But for those of you that might not have heard, a former Patriots, Texans, Ravens quarterback, Ryan Mallett passed away today. Uh, up from a drowning in Florida at the, I, I have, I've been busy doing other podcasts and other stuff uh, for Silk Road network. So I haven't had to go back and see if there's been updates to the story. Um, if there's been more details, but uh, very
1: sad. According here. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but Steelers Pittsburgh says mallet drowned in a boating accident. Not sure. I haven't seen that reported yet, but I am like you. I I haven't been able to catch up on it in the last couple of hours.
0: Yeah. And, and my thing was, when I first was telling my wife about it, I assumed it was in the ocean. And then I'm like, you know what? I might've been reading into that. If it was definitely in the ocean, that that it wasn't, you know, a pool or, or a lake or a river, or anything like that. So, but I, I, I think that's what it was, but uh, either way, either way, either way, very, very sad, uh, don't know the details. Part of me, like kind of like with the passing of Clark Haggins last week, what Jeff Hartman said is sometimes you almost don't want to know the details because it's going to make it even more sad. But uh yeah, just um Ryan Ryan Mallet, I know I don't know if he started more than that one game against the Steelers, but I know uh, he 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 played a spoiler. Oh my goodness, what year was that now? I'm trying to remember. Was that uh was that 20? Was that 2018? Maybe I'm trying yeah, to remember. Sure. Um, that yeah, when when uh, when uh when the Steelers couldn't couldn't pull off that win when uh Joe Flacco was injured and everything. So I'm sure someone will, will correct me in a live chat. Let me know what year that was. Um very sad. But uh Rich, there's never an easy way to transition from this, but uh we'll roll. Hey, the Steelers signed two of their three draft picks. I think we mentioned that last week about Three were outstanding. Broder um, Jones, Keanu Benton signed Friday. Joy Porter, tell you what, I've got the article keyed up and ready to go for whenever it happens because uh, yep. it'll it it's coming. It'll be along soon. And honestly, if he's if he's waiting because of the because you know Levis, the quarterback who was drafted right behind him, hasn't hasn't signed. Hey, if you want to see what the quarterback gets because he was a quarterback, and you want to use that to make sure that uh, you can get everything that's negotiable inside the the way the, the rookie wage scale is structured, I don't blame him at all. I really don't. I don't think it's going to be a problem or anything that goes into training camp. So he's he's a local guy. He can he can get it done whenever. So all right,
1: I'm going to go back on Ryan Mount for a minute. ESPN okay, was reporting was reporting that uh, it was a drowning. Um, there was a group of people swimming in the Gulf of Mexico near a sandbar, and they struggled to make their way back to shore. One of the individuals later identified as Mallet was not breathing when he was pulled out of the water. Mm. He was transported to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead.
0: So there so, was... Not,
1: not seeing boating accident, it was had to do with swimming and there i saw this morning which would have been even before this happened there have been nine deaths um due to rip currents in the state of florida so far this year who they are yeah. ridiculously bad down there right now and i'm wondering i was wondering and now it seemed like it could be true if that played into it so. yeah
0: yeah, and uh, and Matt Smith said that that was 2015 with Ryan Mallett. I'm not I'm not surprised. I knew it wasn't 17. I did that.
1: I I thought it was before I had moved back here, but I wasn't. Gotcha.
0: Sure. So, but yeah, but uh, I don't know. Have you have you ever been on the on the golf side of Florida and in the ocean before?
1: Yes, I, I uh, have in Florida. In hold on, in Florida, in Florida, in Florida. No, I've been in um, Alabama in Mississippi and but not Florida.
0: And I've but I was there, you know twenty five, almost thirty years ago. And I remember, yeah, there was a sandbar off the off I think that's just a common occurrence in the Gulf and everything. And I don't know if there was strong, strong rip currents, everything, but it sounds like it was it was a whole group of people that were struggling. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah that's 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 tragic. So uh, you, you never want to. You never want to hear those kinds of stories. It's, I mean, thirty-five. I mean, there's for for a quarterback in the NFL, thirty-five. Sometimes they're still going. He was the coach of a high school team. He was hired last February and had, and had one season. So, um
1: thirty-five. He was a young whippersnapper.
0: Yes, he was. I mean, my goodness, compared ten compared years older than I am. Yeah. So all right, Rich. Well, let's 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 unfortunately move on. We 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 mentioned some stuff with contract. Let's get into the subject here. Gotta throw it out there because we we like doing these top five lists. Tonight's is gonna be slightly different. We're gonna do it a little bit different, but this one came from you all. We said, hey, if you have a good idea for one, send me a message on Twitter. My Twitter handle is on the screen, STLRSuperFanDad, or if you just throw in at gmail.com afterwards, you can send me an email. And I got a message on Twitter, and we're rolling with it. And that is, this is from, and I and, and you even told me before we went on the air how to pronounce your last name, but I still can't remember so I'll say the first
1: name. You say the last name. No, Jennifer- you, no, you butcher it first, and then I'll correct you. <laughs> um, because I, I I keep
0: <laughs> Jennifer Pricer, Pricer, Pricer. Okay, okay. Pricer. So and that's why I just say Jennifer when she puts it up in the in in, in the live chat whenever we do our question at the end because i I always second guess how to say it. This is what she said. She said what about the top 5 things that need to happen for the Steelers to become kings of the north. Now, in order to fit the title one or thing, I had to had to had to shorten it just a little bit. So we're looking for the five things for the Steelers to return as kings of the north. And
1: normally we'll take these and we'll count them down. You don't have yours in any particular order, do you? No no, no particular order. These were just The the five things I, uh, yeah, the first five things that really came to mind that I felt I need to see from the Steelers to regain that that King of the North title.
0: All right. Well, here's Jennifer. She says, Cruiser, like PT Cruiser. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so maybe neither know. neither one of us had it right. Cruiser, okay, yeah, and and I and every time I see it, Jennifer, I I think I know what it is, and I I, I have no confidence in it. I second <laughs> guess. So thank you, Jennifer. Glad you're here for it. Oh, I I want to do mine in order from 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 one to five because I look at it as a progression. Now we might not have done this the same way because we could get into some specifics. I look. I took this as looking at some overall philosophies. Like, no no joke, if Mike Tomlin, like we saw that clip, did you see that clip last week of uh, of him about continually on the rise? Go ahead, what?
1: Uh-oh. Careful. Just, I'm just warning you, be, be careful here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying be, be how, careful here. how Mike Tomlin
0: would address this to the team is kind of how I, I looked at it in various okay. things. Um, but there's really no rules to it. We can kind of go with it however we want. So do you, since mine are in order, do you want me to start? You to start. Doesn't really matter to me here, which way we do this. I I don't care either. Okay. Well, why don't you do one? My, my first one's going to take some time. I hate to tell you guys this. This is Skelbro going to turn a little bit stat geeky on here because I'm going to have some, some evidence and some stuff with this. But uh, this week's stat geek, I'll, I'll I'll tease it, is a little bit different than it has been because uh, I actually have a guest. I have a good one. Uh, so make sure you, you check that out Thursday morning. Um, so I had to throw my stats, some of my stats in here. So go ahead, Rich. G- give me one of yours. All right. More offensive splash plays that you know what i i like that i did not have that one on my list because i probably went a little bit more more general but say you give more splash you can get back to being kings
1: of the north yeah how how long did it take the steelers before they had a touchdown of over what was it like 15 yards or something last you know they had i'm
0: pretty sure the i'm pretty sure pretty sure That the Steelers only had one
1: touchdown from outside the red zone. I think no, I think it was more than one, but they hadn't had one inside the from outside the red zone for quite a while. I do remember they got one to George Pickens then.
0: Yes, but But I was thinking, I was thinking that the first that the now I I might be thinking wrong. I was thinking the first streak was they hadn't scored from outside the ten, and then they scored from outside the ten. And then when you actually sit from outside the 20, they only got it one time. Either way, it was not good. It wasn't, they did not get splash plays for touchdowns. I mean, even even looking back at week 18, um, the Seals' first possession, long pass and run, Deontay Johnson, you think he's going to get his first touchdown of the season, and he gets tackled at the two. <laughs> you know, they yeah. just couldn't, couldn't get those all the way into the touchdown zone. So they, they had some nice splash plays, and, Too many of their splash plays, I'll say this now, too many of their splash plays, most of them to George Pickens or Deontay Johnson, happened on the sideline where they had great catches that they pulled in on the sideline and gained anywhere from 15 to 30-some yards, but they couldn't keep going to the end zone. Correct. So there were some really – I mean, think of that week three catch against the Browns, the Pickens had. He had another ridiculous one in some of the games. I'm just thinking of some of the games that I've I've done looking at all the highlights from the wins from the the series that I'm doing That's that should finish up. Um, the, the two games are both out there. The, the two matchups are out there to vote on right now for the final that comes up on Thursday on the website, which is the best game of the, of the year. In case you're wondering, the final four were the the three division wins
1: and the Raiders win. Those were the, those are the final four. Yeah. All right, so kind of what there were some good splash plays too that I'm thinking could happen, as Dave is gone and goodbye, Dave. Good. Then I'll get to talk about what I was talking about. So um, with the more offensive splash plays, I'm thinking too that with um, adding Mount Washington in there with with uh pat firemuth that hopefully those two guys can be good enough that they really demand a lot of attention in the middle of the field which will help hopefully hopefully open things up on the outside more for um dj and and george pickens yeah to not just make plays on the outside but to be able to make plays and run on the outside
0: yeah you're exactly right and for those of you watching on video sorry i disappeared for a moment Hopefully it doesn't happen again, but for some reason I keep ended up, like if I just hit a certain button, I end up back out of here. So <laughs> hopefully hopefully that, that's it for it. But uh, thanks for coming for me there, big bro. Oh,
1: sorry. I,
0: I want to dive into my number one because thanks I got too. some good numbers to get with it. You ready? Go. All right. Number one thing that the Steelers have to do, and I'm talking right now strictly divisional games. Games in the AFC North. Defend your house. You need to win your home division games. Now, let me give you some evidence for this. Let me get you some numbers. First, let's just look at the last three years. The Steelers, this past year, their home games in the AFC North, they went one and two. The year before, they went two and one. And the year before, they went three and oh. And they finished third this past year going one and two at home. Second the year before going two and one. And first the year before going three and oh. So I decided, let's let's dive into that a little bit, Rich. I decided to go back. I'm like, how far do you go back? Do you go back 2000? No, that's no, too far. Do you go back 2002 when the North started? You could. I'm like, I used to do the Roethlisberger era. Might as well do the Mike Tallman era because he's the one that's sticking around longest. If you want to go back farther. So I went back to 2007. And looked up the Steelers' home divisional record, and compared it to how they finished in the division. Here's some interesting stuff with this: When the Steelers went three and zero at home in the AFC North, they did it seven times. Six of those seven times, they won the division. The one year they didn't was 2013. And that was a strange year because the Steelers had the best division record of four and two. They went three and zero at home, four and two overall, where the Bengals were only three and three. But the Steelers played so bad in their other games; they were only eight and eight, where the Bengals were twelve and four. So the Steelers yeah. had the best division record, but they didn't win the division because they didn't have a very good overall record. Yep. Remember, they started zero four and everything that year. So yep. when they go three and zero, they win the, They usually win the division they've gone two and one six times they came in first once okay and i have a note on that now i got to find it they came in first once and and they the only re- and the reason they came in first in that one is cuz they went 3 and 0 on the road so they made Ooh. up for their one home loss by going undefeated on the road what's more important is to win your games at home whenever they go two and one they came in second four times and they came in came in third once and when they were one and two at home they came in second one time and third twice so as you can see when the Steelers can win their home division games they have a much better chance of winning the division
1: gotcha Hey, how you like that? Can't can't argue those stats. Can't argue those stats. Yeah.
0: So, yes, yeah, you want to have those. Like last year, here, now I got some other numbers to throw out there. But yeah, they went one and two at home. They came in third in the division. Now, we'll we'll talk about last year in the division here when we get to some other stuff. All right, Rich, you got
1: another one for us? I have another one. We need. The return of the Wizard of Boz. Ah uh, you need that
0: that clutch kicker to win those close divisional games. Correct. At the end.
1: Yes. Okay, Boz did one. not have a year last year like he had in 20, what was that, 17 when he 2017?
0: Yeah. It was I think he was Pro Bowl 2018. He had that rough year, rough year bounce yeah, back in was, 2019. Last year
1: wasn't yeah, last year wasn't that rough 2018 year, but even he would tell you he did not have a great year. Yeah. So so we need the wizard of boss back to be able to pull out a few of those games in the end. Yes.
0: Yes, I, I I think you are correct there. And it's only because Boz has established that and spoiled Steelers fans. Uh I I was reading something. What was it? I think it was Bob Labriola today. When and I also saw this for my, for my own self when I did the series of certain round draft picks that were drafted by other teams but played well for the Steelers mm-hmm. and looked at Gary Anderson. Yep, man. Boz, Boz's numbers blow every other kicker for the Steelers out of the water. I mean, just his kicks over 80 yards. He's got a better percentage over 80 yards than most Steelers kickers have overall.
1: Over 80 yards? Oh, sorry,
0: over 50 yards at 80%. He's at like 80% over 50 yards. I got my numbers
1: booked down. Yeah. Oh, what do you he know? This
0: like guy switches numbers around.
1: Over, that, that'd be I say,
0: impressive. 80-yard yeah, field goals, I'll take that.
1: I want the Boz that when he trots out there on the field, yeah, you know, when the Steelers are down, get the ball with a little bit of time left, Kenny Pickett gets him at least to give Boz a chance and you trot Boz out there for a 54-yarder. I want to mm-hmm. say there's a really good chance he makes this and then he nails it. Yep. Uh, now, I'm going
0: to bring up something. I hope this doesn't spoil anything with you. But Jeremiah Yoder says, Bob needs to be making extra points mostly and making all the three-point field goals. I, I, the only time I want Boz kicking is, is honestly, other than the extra points, is at the end of the half and the end of the game when they're, when they're just trying to get to a certain range. You're right. I would prefer, I would prefer that he would, that that he'd be kicking one point attempts. Absolutely. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and give my number two. It's a little bit different than my other five. It's probably, it's a little bit more, um, towards towards the kind of stuff you have there okay and i just called it bring the thunder and my my whole idea is you want to win the afc north you got to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball this it might be black and gold on sunday but it's about being black and blue on monday that i don't know about you it's i don't think the last couple seasons i felt as as much Remember when you would say, oh man, look and see who the Steelers play the week after they play the Ravens, because, and look at who the Ravens play the week after they play the Steelers, because those two teams just beat each other to pieces. Did you feel that the AFC North was beat each other to pieces as much as in years past? I just didn't have that overall feeling. this
1: year. I did not have that overall feeling last year, um, I think it'll come back. I think it will because that's football Um, games were tough and things like that, but it just wasn't the same uh, black and blue division. Like it usually is.
0: Yeah. So that's what I said. I'm like, all right. So first of all, defender house, get physical control that line of scrimmage. So, and so far you've got, you know, splash plays and bring back the boss. Let's go ahead and, and, and knock out our
1: third ones here before we take a break. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm going I'm going since my list had no particular order. I'm going to go ahead and and jump to one uh, okay. In particular, okay, um, and that is to to be the toughest team on the field. Hey, since that's kind of, <laughs> uh, Okay, um, okay, uh, and and I was thinking of that from actually I had two ways that can go. Of course, it's it's to be the toughest team on the field, win the black and blue battle, you know. Um, be that tough, but also I was thinking uh, in terms of the mentally tough as well. And I think about that in particular, when you're playing the teams, I'll bring them up the, the two, the two jaggy teams from that state that starts with an O and ends with an O
0: Mm.
1: when you're playing those teams, you know, (laughs) yeah. The jaggy teams with jaggy players. Yeah. And when those guys are acting like Jags, are we mentally tough enough? To not do something stupid and draw the dumb penalties or do stupid things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so there is the whole, you know, is physically tough. But there's also the whole mentally tough piece as well. Poised, yes, as,
0: as well. You know, so keep it between the whistles, because which is the which is the smart thing to do between the ears. So, yeah. <sighs> I understand why you jumped to that one because that went yes. right, right along there. That went, and, and I think we we both understand that's that's the whole notion of of AFC North football and AFC North and, football. And my next one kind of rolls along with that, but I, I once again I got some numbers to back it up. Okay, I'm going to make a statement. I know there's some people I don't know if they're in the live chat tonight or not. They're not going to want to hear this because they want to talk about about some other certain things, but. When it comes to the AFC North, even though people want to talk about keeping pace with the Bengals, defense wins division games. Defense wins division games. So this is about keeping your opponent out of the end zone, defending every blade of grass. And when you're put in a bad situation, we're only giving up three instead of seven. Those kind of things. Here's why. We'll give you some numbers to back this up. In 2022, now remember, there are 12 division games in the regular season every year. There's four teams. They play each other once. So that's 12 total games. Of those 12 games, nine of them, the the losing team scored 17 points or less the losing team was held to 17 points or less in nine of the 12. In 11 of the 12, it was 20 points or less. So in other words, if you're holding your opponent to those scores, you are more likely to win your divisional games. Now, the only game last year in which the loser scored more than that was the Steelers against the Bengals when it got into a shootout and the Steelers lost 30 to 37. They they scored 30 points. And like I said, Scoring 30 points doesn't matter if you end up losing the game. And that was the most points the Steelers scored all season, and they lost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, only two times did the winners hit 30 points in in the games last year. So it really was the defense keeping keeping your opponent from reaching 17 or even 20 points won those games. Then if you look back another year back to 2021, 10 of the 12 games were under 20 points. And the other two games, the of uh, meaning of the losers or sorry, was was yeah, was 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 20 points or under, sorry. Um want to make sure I say that properly. And the other two games were 21 points and 22 points. So nobody scored 23 points at a division game in 2021 and won the game. So that's why I'm saying in these division AFC North games, it really is down to the defense. Yes, yes, the Bengals are a dyna- can be a dynamic offense. And yes, it was that 37-30 game last year. But that game was actually more the exception than the rule over the last two seasons. Now, back in 2020, when there was no fans in the stadium, there was a couple of those – there was a couple crazy high-scoring games in there. But there were also a number of games – in which a team didn't even get double digits in the AFC North. It was more all over the place three years ago. But just looking at the last two seasons, it's been defense that has won the division games. So you're just shaking your head. You're like...
1: I, I am. So basically, <laughs> play your defense, score 24 points, mm-hmm. you're probably going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not like you're shooting for 24 points. I mean, my goodness, shoot for, you know, you want to put up seven on every drive. But especially in AFC North games, it's a, it, between the division, it seems a lot more likely that, you know, 25 points offensively can get the job done. Now, I know the Steelers didn't come close to averaging that last year, but it is more about holding your opponent down uh, than anything based on, based on those numbers. Yeah. All right, Rich. Uh, that's that's we're just over partway through, and we're a little bit over halfway through the show. So we're going to go ahead and take our break. We'll come back. We'll hit the rest of these lists. So if you're with us here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, we'll be back in a couple seconds. And if you're with us on the audio, stick around after these messages. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you are hear in conversation with business icons. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we go. We are rolling on. We are talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up with a plan to get back to return as Kings of the North. And we're doing five things. We can't just say win or, you know, something like that. We're we're, we're making sure we're bringing you more than just the simplest low-hanging fruit out of everything. So what we have so far, Rich, you still doing
1: good? I'm doing good. I'm okay. i wonderful.
0: Mine were, because I was going in order, because I, in a specific order, starting from the top, moving down. I said, defend your house, you know, win your divisional games, bring the thunder, control the line of scrimmage, and defense wins division games. So you've got to make sure your defense is showing up on those division games. Yours were, in order to to roll in yours, more splash plays, like that one. The the return of of, of the Wizard of Oz. Yep. You know, in order to come through in those key clutch moments at the end of the game. And, as you said with mine, I can't be the toughest team on the field. Correct. Did I get that right? Okay.
1: You got it right. All right. So, Rich, you ready to roll? Yes. You got another one? I do. Yeah. All right. Here um, for my next one, the Steelers need to show some creativity on both sides of the football. Gotcha. Creativity. On both, both sides. sides of the ball. Okay. And, in and other words, what, when, when I say creativity, part of what I mean in that, I think when I say it, part of what I envision is, is being unpredictable. That That's part, you know, I mean, how, how many times do you think about it when you say, oh, the Steelers, boy, that was a creative play. Well, most of the times the play wasn't anything new. It wasn't anything, you know, earth shattering or groundbreaking but it was just the Steelers did something in a situation where nobody was expecting them to do it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, like everybody knows what a flea flicker play looks like, right? Yeah. Well, why do those succeed? Those succeed when the team does the play, when that, when the other team has is totally not expecting it
0: or, or not in the correct defense to defend it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's when things like that works. And, And that, Kind of goes along with the the creativity, knowing when to pull a play out and use it, um, to its maximum effectiveness.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to bring up something because, of course, people are talking in there about, uh, you know, poo pooing on the jet sweeps. Guess what? Stop poo pooing on the jet sweeps.
1: Yeah, you not.
0: are not poo pooing when the Raiders were not expecting the Steelers to run a jet sweep. To Connor Hayward, who busts it for 20 yards and ends the game on Christmas Eve. Right. Okay? Jet sweeps are just fine. You've just got to run them in the right spots. And if you run them where they don't work, it should be to set up something else. I I will tell you, I will tell you. There have there were times when I was a coach. Now, granted, this was at the high school level. I'm not saying this is how they would work on, in the NFL. So, so please, I, I I understand this is this. You could be highly critical of this. When I ran a play, turned to my assistant coach, said, "This one's not going to work very well." He's like, "Why are you running it?" I said, "Because once we do this, I'm going to run this one, and it's going to work, work really well." And it did. <laughs> yeah. And it did. Well, I don't think we scored attention, but we scored like – we got like 40-some yards on the next play. I said, watch it, because we run this play, then I'm going to run this play, and it's going to work, and, and 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 something of that nature. So I, I get you there. It's not just uh, – you're right. If If everyone knows the jet sweep is coming, it doesn't work. When you run your jumbo package, and every time the wide receiver is Johnny Holton and you always run the ball – and then you go to run your jumbo package and you put James Washington out there The the teams know a pass is coming. That's right. exactly what they did in 2019. Right. And it's like yeah, I want to see you pass out of the jumbo package, but when you telegraph it, that's not creativity. That, that that's not right. going to work. And why do you think the Steelers run that motion, that jet sweep motion and don't hand the ball off so many times, I can't remember if it was Jeffrey Benedict or KT Smith, someone did a film room where they showed how that has, how the defense has to respect that. So you run, I mean, if every time you run that motion, you're going to run the jet sweep. Then every time you see the motion, you just jump on the sweep. You, you just can't do that. So you, so you've got, you've got to use your creativity wisely. You're exactly right there, bro.
1: So anything else you want to add to it? No, no, no. Okay. Nope. Just some creativity both sides of the ball. Uh, and, and And like I said, creativity, you could say it, creativity slash unpredictability. Unpredictability. Um, yes, I love that. Yeah, the un, the unpredictability of, the of it. You know? You, you can't, you can't, you know, on the defense side of the ball, you can't show the same thing every time you're going to blitz a corner or a safety. You know, it can't look the same every time. Our teams are going to pick up on that. You know, it, it's – it's running different disguises, allowing a person to come, come from this side and this spot one time, you know, maybe they're, they're blitzing and another time, maybe they're in that same position, position. They're not blitzing. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, you have to stay unpredictable.
0: The prime example of being unpredictable, even in a less I don't know if it's less creative or or less splashy way, is when James Harrison did not rush
1: Correct. and
0: dropped into coverage and had a 100-yard touchdown return in the Super Bowl. Correct. That that was not expected, and that's why it worked. And it,
1: not only was James it not James. expected, it wasn't what was called. Yeah, it wasn't what was just, called either. That yeah. was James Harrison just seeing something and just something, put it, it was just something, him, something told him he's going to try and do this, it. and yeah. just step back into it. And
0: yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's it's what you. It's not like you have to. Oh, all of a sudden, be creative and send three players on a blitz and and drop your nose tackle into coverage or anything like that. Sometimes it's just oh, your outside linebacker takes a step, steps into coverage, boom, he's right there. That you do it what you don't expect. Love that love that answer. love that answer. All right. My list takes a little bit of a turn here because I go from talking about division games to talking about Steelers. i'm I'm breaking this down from a number standpoint. Now what to do with the rest of your schedule? This is something that I do every year when it comes to the AFC North because I think it's key and that's why I put it on my list. And that is, when it comes to the rest of your schedule, follow suit against common opponents. This year, the Steelers play the AFC South. Now, it's a little bit different because, you know, two teams, you know, against one of the teams from the South, one team might have them at home versus on the road. Well, I get that. The bottom line is you can't, you can't be the team that let's say let's say it's the Houston Texans. they are playing the Houston Texans. You can't be the one team in the AFC North that loses that game while the other three win it. Yeah. If you think that you're going to be able to pull off winning the division, and the reason I say this, and I, because I'll go ahead and bring this up now, is what's the number one that deter number one thing that determines if you win the division? It's not your division record. It's your overall record. I talked about that with the Steelers going four and two uh, in the division in two thousand and thirteen and losing lose not winning the division because the Bengals who were three and three in the division had a better overall record, by far, a better overall record. So you got to remember this about the FC North Rich. What was the best record in the division last year? It's a trick
1: question. Was that, it, uh, um, I trying to remember? Was it 11 and
0: no, no, I mean, I mean, divisional oh, wow. record, not overall record.
1: Oh, divisional division, division record.
0: record. It's kind of a trick question. Okay, that's my hint for
1: you. Um, I don't know. All the teams were three and three. All the teams were three and three. Oh, were they really? Okay. All four <laughs> teams not only were they three
0: and three, they all split with each other. Every team was oh, one three. and one against every other team in the AFC North last year. That's crazy. And the Steelers came in third in the division. Why? Because of their record against other teams was not as good as the other. That's what ultimately determines where you finish in your division. Your division record only comes into play as as the third thing, the third thing it's overall record, it's head to head record, which when you play a team twice, that sometimes that's going to be a wash cuz you're one and one, and then it's division record. So you've got to keep pace with those other games. So when I, so that's what I mean when I say follow suit. Like last year I'm pretty sure did the Jets beat or lose to everyone but the Steelers? You know, they may have beat the Browns, I can't remember, cuz that might have been the Jets were all over the place last year. So I look at those things as they go. Now, there are some uncommon opponents, but sometimes I group them together. For example, the Steelers, each team plays one team from the NFC West. If the Steelers can win that game and the other three AFC North teams all lose to that to their NFC West opponent, then the Steelers just gain an advantage. Right. Two years ago when the Steelers beat the Buffalo Bills – in week one, I'm like they've already got an advantage because if, when the when, when the other teams lose to the Bills, so you've got to keep pace. You can't be that team that loses a game to a to a common opponent that the other three win. That's how you. That's how you keep pace and stay on top of the AFC North.
1: You're a geek. <laughs> <laughs> Why for going that way? No, no. Actually, okay. I love it. Because yeah. because
0: we, makes, we, we looked at this different way, which
1: is really nice. It, no, but it makes that your argument there just makes 100% sense to me. Yeah. Because I'm a numbers guy too. Yeah. Um, and That whole, that common opponent. It, it's not only did you take a loss, but if the other teams all beat that same team, it's almost like you took, you know, a loss and a half. A
0: loss and a half. Yeah. Yep, yep. So that's why way I pay attention to those things when it comes to when it comes to the AFC North and when they're playing other teams. So that's, that's just what I do. All right, Rich, we each got one more. Each got one more. What do you got?
1: Oh well, since you were bringing up at the beginning uh, about you know Coach Tomlin and the things he'd say or approach to this, <laughs> I thought I'd go with my own Coach Tomlinism. Okay, you to end this up and that is we cannot coach in our fears do not
0: coach in your fears remember and like we like to say on, the, on this thing you know live in your fears
1: except in the playoffs, except the playoffs. yeah 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 do not coach in your fears okay do, do not coach in your fears they they can't they have to figure out they, they have to I don't want to say it. They have to get it right in terms of every time they make a guess at when to be conservative and when to be aggressive, they yeah. need to get the majority of those, the large majority of those decisions.
0: Correct. And coaching in your fears doesn't mean that you are always taking the chance. Sometimes it's not taking the chance When you think you should, when 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 sometimes the numbers might say you should. For example, I brought up in in, in number three on my list that defense is what is the driving force in division games, and I have a feeling that sometimes the Steelers might might play things differently in the division based on that, You, you know. I think back to the Atlanta game last year when the Steelers could have kicked a really long field goal to try to go up six. They didn't, they punted it. If you're playing the Ravens, I know they would have punted it. They're playing yeah. the Browns, I think they might have gone. I, I think they might have gone for the field goal. You know, that that sometimes it, it goes to play in there that you've got to also think, hey. If points are going to be at a premium, sometimes I have to do, what I do. when it's fourth, When it's fourth and one on the 26-yard line going in, and you really – and it's a long one. It's almost two. And you really think that you could go up there and push it and get that in an AFC North game? Are you really willing to sacrifice not getting those points? those are those are those are tough yeah. things because if you're talking a game that could just as easily be 20 to 17 those three points are way different than when you're talking a game that's 33 to 30.
1: momentum shifts can be yes can be so much more in those division games than some than other games yeah um not to say they aren't in other games but my goodness! How many times can you look at an AFC North game and just really come back to one or two places where momentum just totally shifted yeah. on a play? I'll I'll give you something.
0: When the in the Steelers' last game they played, the last time we watched them play, you were there. You and Rob were at the game. You're watching. Yes, that. you were. Ste- Deontay Johnson comes up short of the end zone. I, I already talked about that play. What happened to the next play? They hand off to Najee Harris. What does Najee Harris do? He scores. What does the official do? He calls him down. Yep. Steelers don't challenge. They rush to the line to quarterback sneak it to score quickly, but they don't score on the sneak. And the next play, the Steelers fumble. And that super long drive, they get nothing. That affected their offense beyond that drive. It it took them a while to get over that. So that was a momentum shifter that 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 basically stalled the Steelers' momentum, that they were going to go in and start, start dominating that game from the beginning, and it didn't happen. And it took them – I mean, it's a good thing that the Steelers ended up – that was their most decisive win because if not, that really would have – I mean, the amount of time it took the, the offense to get rolling again.
1: In the stadium, everybody was like, uh-oh yeah Uh, that i mean that was the time everybody was like uh oh, is this yeah what happens from here yeah thank goodness it didn't turn out but my if it if it would have turned out against the steelers you would have gone back to that series and that whatever four plays down near the down near the goal line yeah so yeah
0: so right, that, that was huge one? with momentum. Yep, my last one, my last one, and this is the, this is the fifth one. This is an overall formula, uh, which 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 brings you back to the to successful football. I've heard Mike Tomlin say this before, that this is what you this is this is your formula for success, and I think this would get the Steelers to the record they need to win the North. Well, first of all, you know you got to win all the home games. You got to do those things. You got to get all the way get to here. This is talking about all your games throughout the season. Got to win your home games, and split your road games across your whole schedule. Steelers have nine home games. They have eight away games. They win all nine home games, and, and win half their away games. They finish thirteen and four. Now, it's really hard to win all your all your home games, but even if you drop one, that's still twelve and five, which is probably going to be good enough to win the afc north in my opinion yep maybe maybe not okay you could drop one maybe you squeeze out another road win maybe you win more than half your road games but if you want a formula to have a successful team to put yourself in a in a in the opportunity to win your division and give yourself the best seed possible for the postseason because when your division you're there win your home games split your road games there you go that's 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 the formula every year. That's that's go. the formula to live by. So, so that's why number one comes back to even be more important, even beyond the division. Defend your house, man. I couldn't believe those numbers when I looked those up when it came to the when it came to home division games.
1: That that to me was probably the neatest stat you pulled out.
0: Yeah. That winning, winning that, you know, you know, that's going to be a, an article now on behind the dot com. Yes. That website oh, still exists because that was just, that, that was just interesting. That was, that was really, really interesting. All right. Anything else you want to see say here to, to, to wrap a bow on all of that? Or are you ready to get to our big question? Let's go big question. Okay. I mean, do we want to just ask th- what we were, what we discussed?
1: Yes. So but they only get one. We we got five, they just get one.
0: Yeah, and now so I'm gonna say that this is the one biggest thing to win the AFC North. Now, you gotta wait for me to, to put it in the live chat and everything. So now, obviously, win more games, stuff like that. If you want to, if that's how you wanna, if that's how you want to waste your one shot. That's go one one shot. Go for it. You can be, you know, you you can be as specific as you want, or one thing you want to really get in there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, you, you know, someone's going to say say out there one thing for the Steelers with the FC North, Joe Burrow to get hurt.
1: You know, someone's going to say it. Now no, they won't no. no. it up. <laughs> you, you know what I was going to say? I was going to go a little more discreet. Yeah, but kind of bring back to, to go that route would, and I was going to say bring back. And it's in there. Kimo, if you Kimo Von Holha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bring back Kibo. Yeah, that, that that that's pretty funny. Oh, we even got Marky e. D laughing at that wind about that. Because uh, um, he said he was going to say win more games. Um, so, yeah, what? think of that one thing that you think would really make a difference. Um, whether it be something we mentioned or something on your own. The one thing that the Steelers did that you're going to be like, yeah, this this team is now the team that runs the North again. So all right, uh just making sure we have it. I, I think the first one really, and this I is the done. answer all the time. So I'm glad right. yep. that, that, that someone said it. Jerry Cherry nice. Band.
1: Yep, He's our
0: started. man. Jerry Cherry Band gives us our music. He says, stay healthy. You know what? Stay healthy. I and didn't, go, I didn't know that Rob, but... <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, you stay healthy and let them let them break down. Yeah.
0: Uh, here's a good one. This is from just, this is from Jennifer Pruiser. I think I got it right that time. Got, um, the P.K. Pruiser sticking to my head. Okay. Whose question that this was, she said red zone touchdown. And then thanks again, guys, like your increase your, your red zone touchdown percentage is what is, is what I would uh, assume that she's meaning there, yeah. which is exactly right. When you get your opportunities, coach Tomlin I mean, talks it. about this a lot.
1: Turn them into sevens. Not when threes.
0: you get down there, you need you need to walk away with sevens, and when your defense is put in that situation, they need to walk off the field with threes. Yep, that's yep. how you win football games. That really is. Okay. Okay. Um, it's funny because some of these things that people are bringing up are actually some of the stats we're going to be talked about on Stack Geek this week. I, I got to plug it again. You gotta check out Stat Geek. I, I I have a I have a really good guest that's that there's that a lot of fun and talking some good stats. So uh George OTJ said uh win big on the turnover ratio. I had someone in the past tell me the turnover ratio was the wrong way to say it. And that's wrong. That, that 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 is a correct way to say it. Turnover ratio, turnover margin, same thing. Okay, That you've got to you you've got to take it away more than you turn it over. Okay. And of course we get Thomas coming in. He got to say yeah,
1: score yeah, more points decided, than the other decided, team. Because well, i know you know what what it was is is, is he couldn't he couldn't think of it, so he decided to go ahead and said, you know what? I'm not thinking of anything else. I'll go ahead and just waste my
0: – Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Score more points than the other team. Yep. Um Afton Ford says, build team chemistry, building team chemistry, you know. Be that team that's going to go out there and fight for each other, and that's going to and that's going to make a difference in those. And I think that'll make a difference in those AFC North games. I really do. Yep. You know, um, Steelers Pittsburgh says Allen Robinson is clutch for picket. Hey, that would help. Um, um, Kari is a carrier Kari? I'm saying it's Kari. Says a healthy team. Um and every week that's another one that I mess up every week. Sorry, Gary. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, and then of course Brian Brown he also says stay healthy. Okay, um, doesn't see how anyone can score in the defense if they stay healthy. Okay, okay. Um, I like this one, Marky D, Steelers Nation Markey Australia. D. Okay, real answer communication overall. That's a good point.
1: That, that, that is a good point.
0: Not yeah you can't have the miscommunications in the defense. The offensive guys have to be on the same page and not have a miscommunication because sometimes miscommunication is the easiest way to give up a splash play on defense or or to have a turnover on offense.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so that's really, really important. Okay. Oh, my, my screen just went away and came back. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for something good coming from yeah. Andrew. Andrew Wilmar, fantasy football and NFL draft. Love how he lays that all out. Maintain strong coverage versus tight ends, even without Edmonds.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. I, I, I'm. I either the Steelers are going to look like geniuses or they're going to look like real boneheads. The front office this season, because Terrell Edmonds. We talked about it before, about if the Steelers really wanted him and he was that important, he wasn't that expensive. And they chose that he wasn't worth that much. Yep. So either they were wrong because he was worth more than that to them, or we'll see if he really wasn't. That's going to be really interesting to see. So um, Mark Malone, not the Mark Malone, but a Mark Malone. Our, our um, Mark
1: Malone. Uh, yeah.
0: Our, our Mark yep. Although you can't see it because we uh bad and I were talking about his he is one of those that does have a glorious mustache. Um we were talking about that on week that was. So this is gonna come down to the D and turnovers. Okay. Yep. Whether you mean takeaways or turnovers, yeah. I, I think that's a huge a, a huge equation there. Take care of the ball in those games and make this make the make the takeaways on defense. Okay, uh, make it because making sure I got the right one. Steelers, chick Forty Six, like this one. O line wins in the trenches. Not just O line. I think D line control that line of scrimmage. Which way is which way is the line of scrimmage moving? Is it moving in your favor or is it moving in your opponent's favor? You agree?
1: Oh yeah, it's got to be the Steelers' favor.
0: Yep, Jeremiah Yoder, take advantage of the scoring opportunities.
1: Hey, hey that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I I talked about that last
0: week on Stat Geek.
1: You know, and along that line, that was one I I actually was thinking of earlier and and, you know, could have considered on my list was was making making teams pay for turnovers. I look at that as part of that taking advantage of scoring opportunities. There were times last year where the Steelers did not get a big turnover, you know, turn the ball over, get the ball in the other team's red zone and settle for three. Yeah. That, that wasn't taking full advantage of that opportunity
0: yeah <laughs> we're getting some funny ones in here most of these are from are, are from um um uh oh now I'm told again that it is Carrie not Carrie man <laughs> so uh trying to of course I'd second guess those names all the time but it's fun um still looking see if there's anything that's other than just the discussion with everyone um um, this is one from someone that I hadn't brought up before, so I'm going to. Uh, Robert, would you say Road? Is that how yeah. you would say
1: the last name? That's how I'd say it.
0: Yep. Says if the Steelers stay healthy, this could be a Super Bowl winning season. I am not ready to go that far because I keep saying I'm not talking about the Super Bowl right now. What I want from this year is to be able to talk about the Super Bowl one year from now. If they do that that would really be something that really would. Um, would love it, but yeah, there are a lot of things that have to go your way for that one. Um, but that's that's why we're here. that's why we're here, here to watch. okay? uh I, here's a good one from George. He says control the clock and no dumb penalties. Technically, it's two, but I'll I'll take it. Um,
1: you yeah. skipped the good one. which one? Hold on, I'll go back and get it. Well, maybe.
0: I'm trying. Well, because some of them are people that are doing. Release the pigeons.
1: <laughs> Release the pigeons. I didn't
0: see that one. How did I miss oh, that? Oh yeah. One? Uh, I don't
1: know, but that I was like, yeah.
0: Well, sorry here. I, I, Josh Osh. Sorry, Josh Oshko. Josh, Josh, Josh Oshkabaga. Josh, there we go. Says get some linebackers. Okay. I mean, they have some linebackers. We just don't know. What to go to do. And the outside ones are pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty happy with them. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> uh, do we have any more? Um, Sherry, we haven't brought Sherry yet, have we? No. So we'll, this is a long one. We'll do it. She she went all out. She she tried to break it up as one thing, but this is a bunch. She says Najee Harrison Warren combined for 1,900 yards rushing and control the game to set up play action and improve the red zone offense.
1: So hers is more of an overall complete yep. offensive strategy.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Um, Because this was Tyler Acuna says averaging four yards carry.
1: There you
0: go. So, yeah. Okay. Patrick Stevens says keep drives alive. Keep our defense off the field and
1: fresh. Yeah. Which is actually what we started to see the second half of last season.
0: Yeah. Yep. Although, you know, there were some discussions in an article yesterday about, how the defense not being on the field a bunch, rest actually means nothing when it comes to it. So I'm like, yeah, you can't say it doesn't mean anything. You're looking at uh, – because they were trying to look at, like, yards per play in the fourth quarter, and I'm just like, you do realize that rest that might be is, – rest is a factor. but There's a lot of factors, like right. uh, who's okay. winning and by how much and what exactly. teams are having to try to do. Because I mean, wow! A, a team might be in desperation mode. They might get the ball at their own twenty, and in two plays, be at midfield, and on the third play, throw an interception as they're as they're pushing down the field. Hey, they still are. They still averaged ten yards of play. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. So the, yeah. the the one thing you got to be careful about, you know, and, and I even tell this to you and you you and your fun stat geek, you got to be careful about statistics. Yes, you because have to
0: put them in context.
1: Because statistics is the class that, you know, as a math major, I walked into stats 380, and the professor said, welcome to to, to statistics where we'll teach you how to make the numbers say anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. You can. Oh, but it looks like someone came in and tried to answer about the jet sweeps and didn't, must not have caught it earlier, where we completely destroyed that notion. Um, yeah. Getting rid of the jet sweeps would be fool um because boy we love them when they work all right rich i think that's pretty much it um yeah it keeps yeah i was i was just about ready yeah. Yeah. to bring that up i saw it before i
1: saw uh so it make guys, i wanted you to know it, re- re- it, it did yeah yeah so yeah it wasn't quite i wasn't quite sure if you were really answered the big question before but now i kind of see where you were so he says i keep saying they are who we thought they were but they are who we thought they were if they are most all of your answers will be correct so yeah if they are what we
0: thought they were then it kind of covers everything i know yeah i didn't understand it the first way it was in when it was in there the first time but i i get it now so we gotta remember they are who we thought they were Yeah, that's what we want. We want them to be who we think they are. All right. Well, I already said at the beginning that next week you aren't going to see us. uh, And anything that happens would be earlier because of it being Independence Day. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel um, or on Facebook or wherever you get the information. Make sure you subscribe, get your notifications so you'll know when the show is going make sure you continue to check out all our shows i know i keep plugging my stat geek for this week but it's it's going to be fun um you know our lineup we've got stuff coming uh there is i could tell you right now i don't know what's going to be in its place but there is no um Steelers. uh oh what is it the jim wexel show <laughs> uh, still sitting um, insider yes um i i uh, there, there. He's a, he's away on vacation because this is the time of year he can actually take a vacation. So uh, there, there isn't one this week. I'm not sure. I think it might be back the following week, but we'll see. But uh, there may be something else there in its place. But other than that, you've got our, you've got the the, the lineup coming. Rich, what do you want to say here to, to close us
1: out tonight? Uh you know, uh, what was it yesterday? Where I saw where we're exactly one month from training camp. Or whatever so yesterday so, you know, was
0: 1 month from when they report today yeah. is 1 month from when they have their first practice first and practice. tomorrow yeah. is my 20 year anniversary so i have to give a shout out to my wife i love her very much Aww. she's put up with me for 20 years you had your 25 earlier this year um and I, and, and i've got my 20 now coming up tomorrow um
1: so you know the fact that we are now at least I can feel like we're inside a month. gives yeah. me gives me hope. You know, it, it's that carrot dangling out there in front of me to kind of keep me going. The excitement um, builds. Yeah, it, it it it's like okay, we yeah. I'm right now. Okay, we can make it. We can make it to that point to where we get all that, and I'm looking forward to it. However, you know, next week, me, you, hanging out, the entire family almost 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 Mm -hmm. we'll be missing three yeah we'll be missing three um but other than that we'll all be hanging out at the beach and having fun together and for that i can't wait Can't wait.